We're going to be speaking the next three weeks about the name of Jesus. I love the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus is powerful. Amen? Come on, if if something I say speaks to you, you need to let me know the name of Jesus is powerful. When you speak the name of Jesus, the darkness has to flee. Amen? When you speak the name of Jesus in your house, Jesus comes into your apartment, into your house, there is no darkness in your house when you speak the name of Jesus. When you speak the name of Jesus... Healing can take place. When you speak the name of Jesus, things just start to happen because the name of Jesus is powerful. The Bible says that at the name of Jesus, someday at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow. Every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord at the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus is beautiful. It's a beautiful name because when we say the name of Jesus, we know, thank you, Jesus, you saved me. Thank you, Jesus, you set me free. And so when we hear the name of Jesus, it reminds us, thank you, Jesus, you set me free. It's his name, it's powerful. And we're going to be talking about the name of Jesus. I love the name of Jesus. It's a simple name. Even babies can speak the name of Jesus. It's a name that has changed the whole world. You, any book in Western literature, but really in every society, you can find books and references to the person of Jesus. He is the most talked about, the most controversial, yes, figure that ever lived, art, music, society, the whole world has been changed by the name of Jesus. Names are important. In fact, when a baby is born, the name that is given to a newborn baby is important. There are some cultures that even will have a ceremony, a celebration, a party, and the name of the baby is a secret, and then all the village will come, all the neighbors will come, the uncles, the aunts, everybody will come to this party, and then the baby is presented, and the name is known, and oh, it's the name, that baby's name. Maybe the baby's name comes because of the circumstance of the birth. Maybe the mother, somebody looked and said, oh, that looks like the shape of the belly had a certain shape to it, so the name of the baby reflects what was seen during the childbearing. Maybe the way the baby was born, it just came out so fast and so easy. Happy baby. (laughs) The baby's name is happy. Maybe it was a hard birth, so the baby pain. There are names that mean pain or difficult birth, and that baby's name is given because of the circumstances around the birth. Maybe a baby is named because of a family history. There is a name that is in your family. Maybe you have the name of someone in your family, your grandfather, your father. The last name is normal.
normally given from the male of the family passed down from generation to generation. But first names can also be part of the family, and there is a progression and a reason why this one has to be named from that one in the family. My son, Arthur, is named after my grandfather because my grandfather was a powerful man of God who when he was 14 years old in a church just like this, but it was in the middle of the countryside, went to the altar and gave his life to Jesus as a teenager. And until he died at 94, was he 94 when he passed away? 95, he never walked away from God. And so we wanted to pass that name to my son, that legacy of following Jesus into my child. There's, maybe it's a family history. Another reason why a name can exist is a spiritual meaning. There's a spiritual meaning, something from the Bible, something from your experience with God. And so you name that baby, baby's names can come from a spiritual meaning. Our second child, yes, I have two. He was just born two months ago, and he is so cute. I know you're going to look at him after the service again. We have so much fun doing that. <laughs> Don't come home with me, though. He is not as exciting when he's screaming. <laughs> he's cute here in front of you all. Theodore is his name, and Theodore means gift of God. And as I've shared with the testimony of how he was born and how we had to believe and pray for a second child, he truly is a gift to us from God. That's a spiritual meaning. But you know, names, maybe they have a family connection. It might have a spiritual connection. It has something to do with the circumstance. But names can also have no meaning other than to simply shock the world. And you know, celebrities, <clears throat> I'm going to throw them under the bus, have some pretty shocking baby names. Would you like to hear some in the third service? I can't hear you. Do you want to hear these? Of course you do. You're so bad. <laughs> Birdie was a name given by a celebrity to their child. Birdie, like a small bird. Another one was Rue, R-O-U-X, which is a French sauce made with butter and flour. That poor child. <laughs> Another one for our British friends, Draco. They just loved Harry Potter, apparently. They wanted that child to be named Draco. Genesis. <laughs> Genesis, another one. Diesel. No, not the fashion brand. They had a car that was diesel fuel, so the baby is diesel. Antarctica. <laughs> and this one, I love this one. Wrecker. Like wreck things, wrecker. He's going to grow up to be a wrecker. Hopefully not. Wrecker, another one. Easy. I hope that was a boy. <laughs> <laughs> and the last one is X. Just one letter, X. Crazy. <laughs> you know, names are important. 
And society cannot function without names. When a baby is born, that name is written down on a paper, and that paper becomes a birth certificate, and that birth certificate becomes an identification document, and that identification document is what you will have for the rest of your life so that you can pay taxes, so that you can sign a contract, so that you can retire, so that you can buy a house, so that you can travel to a different country. You must have an identity, and your identity is connected to the name that you received at birth. Your identity, your name, has a legal function in society, and all the world functions with names. Names are important. You can't change your name. Very easily. In Germany, it is forbidden to change your name. In some cases, you can, but it is very hard. Other countries, you must go to court. You have to explain why. It's expensive to change your name. You cannot change your identity so easily. But names also have power. There are certain names, if I would mention them right now, that when I name that name, you will not just think of the person and their face. You will know what they did during their life. You will know what they stood for. You will know what they accomplished, their legacy, what they left behind for society and civilization. For example, Julius Caesar, Martin Luther, Martin Luther King Jr., Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, these names become something more than an identity. It becomes a history, a persona, and a legacy. And not only is the name something powerful for recalling an entire life's work, but by knowing a name of someone, you know their name, it can open a door for you. A few years ago, my sister Elena and I, and my name is Andrew, by the way, we were going to Nashua. Thank you. <laughs> I see who that was. That's my son, Arthur. Hi. You're clapping for me. Thank you. <laughs> A few years ago, my sister and I were going to Nashville, Tennessee, because we wanted to connect with some record labels and studios over there. And so before we went, we researched on LinkedIn and websites and many different places, try, writing emails to people, trying to reach out to say, hey, we're coming. Can we have an appointment? We'd like to talk to you when we're there. We sent so many. Some wrote back because we knew that if we just showed up in some big record label company in America and said, hey, here we are, nothing would happen. They'd say, yeah, and who are you? You needed to know a name. You had to have a name. You had to have an appointment. And the name what was, is what would get you beyond the front door. Knowing a name is what can get you in front of someone that you need to be in front of. The name is the key into the building. Names have power. But we can also see in the Bible that names are important to God. God named Adam and Eve the very first people ever made. He gave them their names. God named them. You are Adam, and then he said, Eve, you are Eve. And the name had to do with how God created them. God gave them their names. We can also see 
in the Bible. Last week, we learned from Pastor Steve about a story where a man named Jacob was wrestling the whole night with an angel, the angel of the Lord. He was wrestling all night with this angel, and he wouldn't let go of that angel and said, I want you to bless me. I'm not letting you go until you bless me. And finally, the morning was coming, and they were still wrestling, and Jacob wouldn't let go. And then suddenly, that angel, yes, did something to his hip that would last a lifetime, but the blessing was given to Jacob. It was a recommitment of some of the promises that were given to Jacob from before. There was a prophecy of his material prosperity, but I think one of the most important things that happened in Jacob's life at that moment was not all those blessings, not all those promises, yes, very powerful, but something even greater was that in that moment, God changed his name from Jacob to Israel. Israel. It was his name that had power. It was a new identity. Now look at this. This is amazing. In Isaiah 43, verse 1, it says this. Do not be afraid. This is God speaking to us today. Do not be afraid. He was speaking back then, and he's speaking today. Do not be afraid, for I have ransomed you. I have saved you. I have called you by name. You are mine. God knows your name. He knows who you are. He knows where you were born. He knows how you were born. He knows about you. He knows your name, your identity. He knows who you are. You are not a random person, just one in six, seven billion that are just walking by on earth, here to live, here to die. God knows your name. He knows who you are. He knows what you're going through and he has called you by name. Your name matters to God. Names matter. Names have power. But I also believe that words in general have power. Your name might be faithful or joyful or happy, but if what you heard every day or what you think every day is anything but joyful, your name is not matching the reality that you are living, or maybe your name has a negative meaning that was given from your family, or somebody said something to you a long time ago that, yeah, your name is this, but that identity that's in you, you've been running away from it, you've been trying to change, you've been trying to escape that past, but because it is so connected into who you are through your name, you feel like you can't escape. Names and words have power. When it came to the New Testament in the Bible, the New Testament is the second part of the Word of God. And we can see how Jesus Christ was born and came into the world at just the right time. And I want to show you a little bit from the story before he was born, how God specifically made it very clear that the baby is to be called Jesus, his name. Jesus picked the name. God picked the name Jesus. And we can read this in Luke chapter 1. And here's what it says. An angel appeared to Mary, and he told her, don't be afraid, Mary. It was the angel Gabriel. 
For you have found favor with God, you will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be very great. He will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David, and he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. This angel brought a message to Mary. You're going to have a baby conceived by the Holy Spirit, and you need to name him Jesus. God picked the name Jesus. And so later... We can now read again in Matthew chapter 1, an angel appeared to Joseph. Joseph was going to marry Mary. They were going to be married. That's confusing, sorry. But when he found out she was pregnant, he got scared. I can't be with this woman. And he was going to just get rid of her quietly. And so one night, an angel appeared to Joseph in a dream. Joseph, son of David, the angel said, don't be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit, and she will have a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. Two times, an angel to Mary and to Joseph instruct them that this baby must be named Jesus. God picked out that name and said, call him Jesus. Jesus means the Lord saves. That's what Jesus means. God saves. God saves. Jesus means God saves. So every day when they spoke his name, God saves. God saves. God saves. The Lord saves. The Lord saves. Who was Jesus? He came to earth to save us. God saves. God sent him here to save us. Jesus. God saves. Some scholars of the ancient languages believe that Jesus is another form of the name Joshua. They don't really know, but it was not an uncommon name. Joshua in the Old Testament, there are several with the name Joshua. The most famous one was the successor of Moses, Joshua. But Jesus means God saves. So the name of Jesus in a legal sense would have been Jesus, son of Joseph of Nazareth. So Jesus is the first name, son of Joseph of Nazareth would have been his last name, which was a common way to explain where you came from, who you were from, where you were born. But when Jesus started to do his ministry around the age of 30, people started to call him Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. So the Christ part of the name of Jesus, Christ is the Greek form of the Hebrew word Messiah, which means anointed one. So Jesus Christ, the Lord saves the anointed one, the Messiah, the Christ, Jesus Christ. So Christ is really 
not really, it's not so much a name as it is a title, which is part of the name. Maybe you could say Queen Elizabeth or Prince Charles. Prince is a title that goes with their name. Jesus Christ, the Christ is the title. It represents the position of who Jesus is. He is the Messiah. He is the anointed one. And so next week, we're going to talk about praying in the name of Jesus. Because when we pray and use the name of Jesus, it's very powerful. And Jesus taught us how to pray using his name. So next Sunday, we're going to unpack how to pray using the name of Jesus. But to finish up today, before we can learn how to pray in the name of Jesus... There is something very powerful in recognizing, acknowledging the name of Jesus. Simply by acknowledging the name of Jesus, who Jesus is, when you speak his name, when you acknowledge his name, Jesus Christ, I believe in Jesus Christ, it's his name, you connect the identity of who he is to what is in your heart, what is in your mind, in your belief, and as you acknowledge his name and who he is, something powerful happens, and you are saved in that moment when we recognize and believe in Jesus. Amen? Come on, you can clap for that. Come on, did I hear somebody clapping? And there's a really powerful story in Matthew chapter 16 that I want to read for you. It's really amazing where this principle is displayed. And so Jesus, this was already, he was already doing his ministry. He had followers. And Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, and he asked his disciples, it wasn't 12, it was probably a lot. 12 was the apostles and what was left after all the, uh, when he was crucified, many ran away and it was the 12 that were left. But at this time, it was probably a lot. Who do people say that the Son of Man is? Who do people say that I am? He asked them. Well, they replied, some say John the Baptist, some say Elijah, and others say Jeremiah or one of the other prophets. And then he asked them, but who do you say I am? You see, you can know who Jesus is from your grandma. You can know who Jesus is from books that you read. You can know who Jesus is by looking at a lot of artwork in the museums all over the world. You can know who Jesus is by coming to church every Sunday. That's not what's important. What's important is who do you say personally in your life, not what somebody told you, not what other people told you, not the opinions of other people. Who do you say Jesus is? Who do you say Jesus is? And so Simon Peter answered, wow, he was so bold. Of all those people, he said, wait a minute, I want to be the first one to answer. I think we need to be a little more like Simon Peter, the first one to answer this question. You are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. You are the Christ. You are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. He spoke out the name of Jesus. That's who you are, Jesus. You are the Christ, the Son 
of the living God. He acknowledged the name of Jesus and connected it to the truth of the identity of who Jesus was, and he believed in what he said. And look at this, what comes next. This is so powerful when we acknowledge the name of Jesus. Jesus replied to him, You are blessed, Simon, son of John, because my Father in heaven has revealed this to you. You did not learn this from any human being. This is not something you can learn from any human being. And now I say to you that you are Peter. He changed his name from Simon to Peter. And upon this rock, I will build my church, and all the powers of hell will not conquer it. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatever you forbid on earth will be forbidden in heaven and whatever you permit on earth will be permitted in heaven. Whoa, these are some powerful promises and prophecies that were given to Peter simply because he said, you are Jesus Christ. Wow. Imagine if we just acknowledge Jesus, simply acknowledge him the promises, the blessing, the prophecy that can start to flow into your life when we acknowledge him. There is power in in acknowledging the name of Jesus. Let's stand to our feet. You know, something I really love about this prophecy in these verses is that, yes, it was a very specific prophecy to Peter at that time. You are Peter. You're going to be a rock, and I'm going to build the church on you. The gates of hell will not stand against it. But isn't it so true with prophecies and everything that Jesus spoke? It had a meaning for the moment, but it also has a meaning for today. And I don't know about you, but looking around at everything that is going on in the world and society and culture and the craziness... We need a church that is as strong as a rock. And God needs people that he can build his church on. People that are they're just strong. And even when the waves are coming and even when the, and this and that is happening and money and systems are changing and governments, whatever, it doesn't change the church. It doesn't matter who is in the political power. The church stands through it all through wars, through famines, through persecution, the church will not be shaken. And the gates of hell cannot stop the church of Jesus Christ when we acknowledge his name. Yes, praying in his name is important. Praying in his name is powerful. But do we forget about just acknowledging his name, lifting up his name, giving glory to his name? And when we do that, We are going to have keys in our hand, keys to the kingdom. We're going to see the kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. And so right now, I pray in the name of Jesus for every person in this service today as we just lift up the name of Jesus right now. We acknowledge you, 
Jesus, you are the Christ, you are the Messiah, you are the Son of God. You came to earth not to judge the world, but to save the world. You died on a cross. Your blood was poured out to wash away our sins. You died, but you didn't stay dead. You rose again. You went back to heaven, and now you are seated at the right hand of God. The Father and the Holy Spirit has been poured out into the church, speaking through generation after generation, and the prophecy of Jesus, what he spoke, that the church will not be defeated and the gates of hell and the darkness can never stop your people because we are the church. The church is not a building. The church is not a place. It is a people. And so as a people of God, we cannot be stopped by what is happening around us. We will stand through it all in victory in Jesus' name. And so we acknowledge you, Jesus, today. We lift up your name and we worship you not because of the blessings not because today is a sunny day we worship you because it's your name it's your name it's your name and so right now if there is any